0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm Aston Simmons. I'm a wife, a mum, and a relationship coach. And I am obsessed with creating relationships that are thriving, passionate, and loving. Even if you have zero time for your partner right now, there's no outside support for your kids. I didn't have that either. You're exhausted. You feel like you're just surviving each day. I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I get it. And I'm here to help you navigate all of this and more with practical real life tools and advice to help you feel more loved and supported so that you can conquer your life and your relationships like a queen. Let's get started. I want to talk about what to do when you're triggered by your partner in your relationship now this is a huge one because honestly relationships with um, anybody but particularly our intimate partners also our children can be extremely triggering and I've actually learned to and I've had to learn to change my relationship to being triggered In my relationships because in the past I was triggered and I took it really personally I would make these horrible stories about it Um, it would create so much separation between me and my own heart and then me and my partner's heart um, or even me and my kids and it would make me go into my ego and just see the worst case scenario and Basically, I couldn't learn the lesson. So when we're fully in that charged, triggered mode, I don't know if you've ever felt into what happens to your body when you get triggered. Um, We all have like a slightly different response in how it shows in our body. But basically what happens is you go into protective mode. So everything shuts down. You close off. You literally like like a part of your ear closes down so that you don't hear everything. And I used to see this in Adam all of the time, like he'd be looking at me, but it was like, he was looking through me. Um, He wasn't actually in the conversation. It's like, he was just trying to survive the moment. Um, And it was horrible. Like I can laugh about it now, but in the time it was really horrible. So, um, and I know that so many women experience this, they've shared it with me and it really hurts in the moment when you feel like, you're not being heard. And, um, you know, in Adam's defense, in those early years, I definitely was projecting. I had no idea how to actually regulate my emotions and take responsibility for them. So that just triggered even more of a response to shut down in him because basically his body just went into fight um, um, and sometimes flight and was just like danger, alarms, like we um, we need to shut down. So whenever that happens, number one, you need to change your relationship to being triggered. And I think I've shared this before. You can make it your own, but for me, changing my relationship that trigger equals truth really helped me to be able to open up in those moments to not close down and shut down and to actually actively open up. And that meant physically using my body and pulling my shoulders back, having the intention of opening my heart and just acknowledging that I want to close right now, but I'm choosing to open to you. And I would even use that language because language is one way that can help to open us up. Um, our physiology, so moving your body is another way that you can open up. So I would roll my shoulders back and really pull my shoulders back um, and and really breathe into my heart, bring my focus back to my heart and my body. So directing your focus is another way that you can um, change, you know, change how you're feeling in that moment. And so I would use, I used all those tools and I still use all these tools and I share them with my clients and they're fast effective ways to help me open up to when I am being triggered and to be open to see the truth in it. Because honestly, the amount of, spiritual growth, personal growth you have is directly correlated to how much truth you can face within yourself. I'm going to say that again, because a lot of people don't understand this. Uh, You know, a lot of people think they're doing the work, the spiritual work, the personal development, whatever you want to call it, but they're not being truthful with themselves. And Adam had this experience for years. We were going to like Tony Robbins um, events. We we went to so many of his events. We actually, as part of our honeymoon, even went to um, one of his events um, and like did colonics and everything like such weirdos, obviously. I don't know if there's many people like us that do personal development as part of their honeymoons, but just shows how much we love this work um but even so like we went and we got a lot out of it but Adam found it really difficult because he a lot of things triggered him like when maybe sometimes when you're listening to me I, a lot of people say they can get a lot from the podcast or I've even had family say like I love listening to your podcast but if you said that to my face I think I'd be triggered and I was like wow that's really interesting because it's, yeah, it's just really interesting. My, I am here for the truth. That's actually part of my soul's path. Um, I had a soul awakening session and that was the biggest thing that came through that I am here for the truth. I'm here to share the truth, be an example of the truth and to guide you back to your truth. So sometimes that will be a bit triggering, but it's for a powerful purpose to help open you to that truth. Because if something doesn't penetrate you, if it doesn't if it can't um, pierce through your current beliefs, then you won't get to the truth. And those beliefs are not facts. That's, they're just stories um, you know and conditioning that you, that's been passed down to you from role models, from society. And a lot of it isn't serving you anymore. and that's the same for, for me. I've had to break up with a lot of conditioning and, and past beliefs that were not serving me. And every time I go to an, a next level, There's more beliefs that I have to break through. I'd love to tell you that you get to a point and you don't have to break through anymore. But even my coaches who are above me are still saying the same thing that, oh, wow, okay, I've hit another level and there's all these different beliefs now that I'm breaking through. So what I'm trying to say is if you can learn to fall in love with the process of breaking through these limiting beliefs, and that requires you to be okay to be triggered, um, that is a really helpful skill to develop in yourself and it will literally speed up your growth. So how much personal growth or spiritual development you ha- you make as a person directly correlates to how much truth you are comfortable with holding in yourself or how much you're able to face the truth in yourself. And that means calling yourself out on your own BS, not lying, um, owning how you're feeling, Um, like exposing your fears. I do that all the time. I expose my fears because that helps me open a door of truth. Yes, it's uncomfortable. The same way being triggered is uncomfortable, but I have a relationship with being uncomfortable equals growth. So I don't want to just stay comfortable because then that means I'm not growing, I'm dying. So really look at your relationship with being uncomfortable and ask yourself if it's positive, because you need a positive relationship to being uncomfortable in order to grow because you need to send that message to your ego, to your mind, to your body that it's safe for me to grow. And the only way it's safe for you to grow is to have a positive relationship with with that growth. And there's going to be some discomfort in that. That's just part of growth. Um, so I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That is just part of it. Um, You definitely don't have to be perfect though. I'm not perfect. I take imperfect action and everything works out and I still grow. So there's never any expectation to be perfect. Um, But coming back to what I wanted to talk about, which was um, being triggered and um, how to deal with that in your relationship. So I shared like in the moment, how I deal with that with Adam and how I open my body up change my physiology, change my thoughts, change my focus. You can even use your breath and like breathing into my heart just helps me get into my body and be able to create space to just open up and hold a space to receive whatever he is saying and let that trigger penetrate me. And I just let it come in. My ego doesn't like it, It has a little fit for a moment. I sit with that discomfort and then I just let it come into me. And I literally like question it and and say, well, what if there's a lesson in this for me? What if I could just take down the walls and just lean into this and there might be something there for me? What if I lent in and opened my heart, opened my ears, opened my heart, opened my mind to this thing rather than closing it? And it just creates enough space to get curious. That's all you need to do. Get curious about what this could be. And curiosity is a really powerful way to, um, if you're feeling fearful or anxious or any of those like survival energy feelings are coming up, one of the most powerful, fastest way for me to override that fear is to get curious. And then the fear starts to dissolve. And those stories from my ego just quieten down because I get curious and then I'm like, okay, I want to see what this could be, what this could mean, what what this um, trigger could actually open up for me. Um, so another thing you can ask yourself in that moment, because I love to question myself, that's the, a really fast way and powerful way to coach yourself through the moment and um Questions are really powerful opening different doorways. I work a lot with questioning when I'm working with clients and self-inquiry because it helps them open the door. And when you open the door and you find the answer, it's so much more powerful than if I'm just telling it to you. So that's why I um, invite you into a lot of questions on my podcast as well, because I want you to start opening that door inside of yourself and taking that, um, that step to inquire within you and, and see what comes up. Because I 100% believe you have the answers within you. You just need help to be guided to them. Um, So I asked myself in that moment, what is coming up for me in this moment? What feelings are coming up in my body when I'm dealing with Adam right now in this moment where I'm feeling triggered? And I just acknowledge whatever those feelings are. I breathe those feelings. I feel those feelings. If there's anger, if there's hurt, if there's upset, I feel it. I let it process and go through my body. I don't block it. I breathe through it and I breathe out. And as soon as possible, I write those feelings down. I ask myself that question, what is coming up for me in this moment? And then I write it down. Um, and And then I literally ask myself, okay, um, what what am I expecting in this moment or wh- what am I wishing was different? So in these moments when these triggers happen, when something hasn't worked out, we often like say or think things like, oh, it would just be so much easier if he wasn't like this or it would just be so much easier if, I don't know, it could be even as bad as like if he wasn't even around, um, which is horrible. But when you're so in your ego and you're in that Space. These are some of the things that come up, and you know, if they do, I'm sharing them with you so you know. Don't shame yourself. Don't judge yourself. Self. I'm not shaming you or judging you. Um, I know in that moment when you're feeling all those feelings, it can be a lot. Don't share that with your partner. Definitely don't. But you can write it down and just acknowledge that that's what's coming up for you. So, whatever that is for you, what are you saying that it would be easier or better if that just wasn't happening, or what? What is that? that thing you're saying Um, and then just notice just notice how you feel when you say that so the ego really wants to just bypass the feeling bypass the healing bypass the actual work that's what the ego wants to do Um, and it wants to take you straight to the uh, like a really quick easy end route where you can get what you want but if you read whatever you wrote down and ask yourself, is that going to actually help me grow in my relationship or is that actually going to cut me off from growth in myself and my relationship? And then, and then look at it and answer that question. Nine times out of 10, whatever you've wrote down that it would just be easier if blah, blah, blah. It's actually come from your ego, and your ego is trying to cut you off from the growth within yourself and in the relationship. And nothing good can come from that. So, I just want to highlight that this is what your ego does in those moments with your partner when you're triggered. And I wanted to dive deeper into this to help you see that if you can acknowledge how you're feeling, give that gift to yourself, let yourself feel what you need to feel. Um, open up to the trigger, change your relationship to it, and then um, ask yourself what you're feeling, feel it, write it down, get really clear on what it is, what it's bringing up for you and take responsibility for that in you. Then ask yourself what you're expecting or asking or wishing would be easier and then write it down and read it back to yourself and be really honest whatever you wrote down, is it actually cutting you off from growth growth within yourself and your relationship or with your partner? Or is it actually helping you grow? And like I said, nine times out of 10, if it's come from your ego, it is trying to cut you off from growth. So the answer is to look at that and go, okay, I'm hurt. And when we're hurt, hurt people hurt people. But how we change this is we decide to heal ourselves so we can heal each other. It is not a good enough excuse to keep passing down generations and generations, especially if you've got children, and saying things like, Well, my parents did this to me, so this is all I know, and now I'm doing that to you. At some point, somebody along the line needs to have the courage to say, No just because you're hurt doesn't mean that gives me permission to continue to hurt myself and hurt other people. There's another answer. And that answer is that I take back my power and I actually get on my own healing journey. And if I heal myself, I can heal another and I can bring healing into my relationship. And then I can pass that healing down to the next generation Again, nobody's perfect, but part of the problem at the moment is every generation is going saying a statement like, oh, I never had this, or we never did this, or we never talked about that, and I turned out fine. I mean, that whole statement is a lie for one, because I know so many people said that um, about my husband, and my husband even said it about him. And like he then went through like a massive crisis like three years ago, um, where basically everything that he hadn't processed since he was a child all came to the surface and needed to be processed so that's really what i believe a midlife crisis is it's the suppression of all of the trauma all of the neglect all of the hurt that we've been through in our lives and just constantly suppressing it because of this narrative out there that oh well i went through everything and i'm fine um It eventually catches up with you, whether it shows up in your body as disease, whether it shows up as a crisis or a breakdown, or like for us, it nearly ended um, in divorce, it will show up somewhere. So you, you have to take responsibility and really realize that your healing is your job. It's your responsibility. If somebody hurt you, that is not your fault. We've all been hurt, but it is your responsibility to do the healing work, to let it go, to move forward, and to change your relationship to trigger so that you can continue to heal. Um, We really all need to be doing the actual work, the real work that we're here to do. I'm so passionate about this because if you do that inner work, it changes everything. Um, and if you do the work, then you can actually be present in the moment. So the more that I do the work on myself, the more present I can be in my relationship and with Adam, and the easier it is for me to stay curious about what is going on for him. Whereas, um, you know, in the past where I, I wasn't doing the work so much and I was just pointing the finger at him, which is not spiritual at all. Like, oh my God, to think that you're the better person or only they need to change. Like I'm laughing at myself. Um, that is not the answer. To, you know, there's, that just shows that, that just showed me that I still had work to do. And so I continued doing the work and I will now continue to do the work forever because that really humbled me. So Just doing the work enables you to see these triggers as truth and enables you to have a relationship with truth that you can, that truth is neutral. It doesn't have to hurt you. If you take your ego out of it and you're just open to another perspective it's just another perspective. It doesn't have to mean anything. And then there's an opportunity to learn something. If your intention is to be open to learning whatever this trigger or learning from whatever this trigger is bringing up for, it, up for you, because the truth is, especially in our relationships, but everywhere, it's all a reflection of us anyway. So the our inner world is always reflected to us on the outside and our partners really mirror this to us. Um, And so do our children. So our triggers are an opportunity for growth for ourselves um, and lessons and learning if we're willing to open to them. Um, And on this journey, when I changed changed my relationship to triggers and, and I showed up differently when I felt triggered in my relationship, it really helped me to see that your partner does not have to be at the same stage as you in your relationship. I mean, they can't be. It never really happens like that. Me and Adam have been together for 18 years and we've never been at the same point at the same time. Um, But it helped me realize that as long as you're willing to stay curious and be open to whatever they're showing you and bringing up for you when you're triggered, you... It doesn't matter if you're at different points because the energy will continue to move. Um, it is helpful if your partner is also willing to meet you in being open to the triggers. And how you actually do that is be an example of it. Adam was not open to being triggered by me for most of our relationship. I'd say for a good 10, 12 years, he was not open to being triggered at all. Um and it was really hard because basically anything that i said he could turn into that i was just basically a bad person um, and i knew that wasn't true and but so i was able to hold my truth and just see that really he was hurting and when you're hurt you try and hurt someone else and that's what he was doing um, so i just sent him love and was like look you know i sometimes i did have to remind him and this is the truth that I'm not the enemy. Your partner isn't the enemy. The only enemy is ourselves and the only hero is ourselves. So when we are willing to see triggers as like, okay, I'm wanting to blame him and make him the enemy, or I'm wanting to blame her and make her the enemy, but I know the truth. The truth is I am my own worst enemy. Like she or he is just reflecting back to me what I'm not willing to look at. So that just helps you get Resent it in that moment and be like okay I've just got to swallow this truth pill um and be open to it and Adam learned how to be open to triggers and truth through me being an example of it so um I just showed up how I wanted him to show up when he was triggered and he slowly but surely started to notice and was like curious like I, he would say, I love how you're able to do that, how you don't turn it into an argument or you don't take it personally. And you're able to just learn and grow in the moment, even when it's hard. And I, and I just then shared with him how that is. And it's exactly what I've shared with you. Um, it's something I've continued to work on. And I, I really invite you to do the same because we don't need to let triggers like, literally create so much separation in our relationship i don't really believe that is what they're there for i believe triggers are help are there to help us see the truth and sometimes we need to be shook woken up like you know to be able to see that truth if they're just like gently like sitting there trying to tell us the truth we're often very distracted and we can't see it so just, I hope that this helps you have another perspective of how to deal with being triggered by your partner. If you have any questions, feel free to, um, reach out and ask me questions. I know this can be a big topic for couples. Um, but I just wanted to share this with you. And I just wanted you to know that, you know, I've been on the journey too. So is Adam and we've been able to get through to the other side. You don't have to be perfect. Um, Everybody has to learn on their spiritual growth and their personal growth journey how to be able to be open to seeing more of the truth in themselves and each other because that's literally the only way we grow um, by seeing the truth and you know I really now see the truth as love like You know, so when Adam triggers me, I, I'm actually, it sounds crazy, but I'm actually able to receive it as love now because I know that he is actually, I know he loves me. I know he cares about me. I know he would never purposely try to hurt me. And with that foundation, with that trigger, I know that he's, there's actually some truth that he's trying to help me see. And that's really loving because that helps me grow. And my definition of love is that love is about growing. So it's about expanding, you know, um, it's about really cracking open and the truth really does help us crack open. Thank you so much for being here. I've absolutely loved spending this time with you and I hope you got so much value from today's episode. If you have, please leave an authentic review. I would love that. It means the world to me. And share it with a friend or sister who you believe could get value from this too. And I would love you to continue the journey with me. If you want more, come and join the free Facebook community. Here you'll find even more advice, tools and support to help you have that relationship you deserve as a worthy woman. I cannot wait to see you on the inside you